Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Joining us now is John Ortiz, the trainer of Barber Row, the running in the Rebel tomorrow. John, welcome in. How are you? Hey, guys. Uh, thank you for having me. Man, we're so glad to have you on, man. I'm excited to talk about the uh, Rebel tomorrow and a little bit about your horse, Barber Road. And uh, also, I- Ice Orchid, we can talk about her and the uh, honeybee tomorrow. Hey, first, this weather. Uh, it's tough on us humans. What's it like for the horses? Man, you know, <clears throat> these horses are built for endurance. I mean, they, they're they're outside animals. And, uh, um, you know, I think they're, they're, they're tough, you know. But, you know, nobody likes cold weather, though. <laughs> At what temperature do you go, all right, guys, we got to put the blankets on these guys? Uh, it's never seen, you know. Um, you know, since we're from Kentucky originally, you know, it's just something I grew up in. And, and I mean, even from New York, I work with a lot of trainers that have a lot of different theories. Um, uh, and one of them is, you know, once the temperature, like I know Chris Kumar, and back in New York, if the temperature is 65 degrees, he'll go ahead and put my light night blankets on. Um, usually, you know, when it gets, when it drops between, 55 and 50, that's when I like to put my blankets on. Um, and, you know, sometimes we train them out there with uh, what we call quarter sheets. It's uh, like a blanket that goes underneath the saddle, so it covers their back. So, yeah, I mean, it, it all depends. But, you know, 55 degrees I think is reasonable for, I mean, us humans and horses. Are, are, are some horses a little uh, more picky? You know, like we're driving down today. And I've got the heater on my feet, and Pigskin's driving, and he's got the air conditioner blowing in his face. And I'm like, yeah. he's freezing, and I'm, I'm I'm freezing, and he's over there sweating. And so, you know, humans are different. I kind of think horses are different. Do you got some horses like, no, dude, don't be putting that blanket on me. Oh, yeah, you know, we sure do. I mean, it's funny because it's, it's, it's a real life thing. You know, um, I, I do the same thing with my wife and I when we're driving in the car. It's just something that we don't. <laughs> Uh, at all agree on you know i'm usually driving with the ac on and she's trying to put the sea warmer on the heat on her side and so i know exactly what you guys are talking about but horses are the same way and um you know we have uh especially the colts you know the, the the younger boys uh you know they they're i don't know they'll you put a blanket on them and they'll bite it off and they'll throw it off they'll rip it into pieces so but, you know, sometimes they'll get down to, like, you know, 30-degree weather, and they'll go ahead and they'll leave that blanket on all night. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think it's just their personality. We're talking with John Ortiz. He joins us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, the trainer for Barber Road, running in the Rebel tomorrow. How is Barber Road? Barber Road, man, I'll tell you what, I, I couldn't be happier uh, leading the horse up to a race. Uh, this is just uh, the dream that you always want to have. You know, this horse is just... He does his own thing. You know, he's a young, um, you know, colt. Uh, he acts like a young colt, and I mean that in a good way. You know, he's still playful. He's still a little immature, a little naive about what's going on. But he does know that he loves to run. And if you watch him closely, I mean, I watch him through binoculars on videos, and you can actually turn around and see sometimes that he's actually having fun out there. And that's really what it's all about for me. I mean, if anybody knows me, I'm all about reading horses and actually doing it while they're enjoying it. And, uh, you know, a happy horse is a winning horse. That's my motto. How have you seen him improve since the last two stakes races? Now, again, he's just a horse that's just uh, sitting on a lot of uh, maturity uh, that he needs to still develop. And 
after every start, I just see him always turning turning the corner around just a little bit more, just gets a little bit smarter, uh, understands the game. And, you know, I love his personality. He's still young at heart. He, like I said, the best way I can describe him, he's, he's still like a young puppy waiting for you at the front door uh, when you come home from work, you know. So he's got that little playful attitude. But the minute you turn him around to go ahead and do work, he blows his neck up. I mean, you've seen the pictures on him online. You know, he just looks fantastic. He looks like he's strong. He looks like he's focused. And that's where I want him to focus. So the maturity level is definitely improving with each start, with each work. And I think uh, with age and, and more distance, this horse is just going to get better. I know uh, I was reading you're hoping for a little better trip or a little different trip this time around in the Rebel. Yeah, no, you know, I don't I don't want to say, like, I, I don't think we – we had a bad race last out. Um, you know, this is horse racing. This is racing, period. You know, it's all about the trick you get, you know. Uh, motorcycles, cars, whatever you're racing, you know, you always want to have the best trip. I think what I the best way I can describe Barber Road's last start was you ran a winning effort. We just didn't get the winning trip, you know. And you could tell, like, you know, after the race, he got out in front of the range, and uh, he seems to, you know, I think the more distance, again, it's just something that uh, might help us down the road. But um, now I'm very happy with this horse. You know, I'm just going to be happy with, with the way this horse is walking into this race. What do you think of the field of the Rebel? You know, the field, it, you know, it's never going to be an easy field because this is the type of horse that, uh, this is the type of race that you're going to have to run in uh, with a horse like him. Uh, I think he fits this race just as well as Negrange and you know, even um, all the other competitors here, they're all, they're, they're live horses. You know, they're, they're competitive. Uh, you know, some of them might need a different trip. Some of them are just running at their best. And I think, you know, we got room to improve. You know, uh, essentially, I think uh, we're just going to look for a little bit more of a trip where we're, we're a little bit more in contact with the field. And, um, you know, that way we don't have to make too much ground running up to them. But I think, you know, we, we ran a really good rag on the sheet, and, and the horse just seems to be improving. We got John Ortiz with us. He's the trainer of Barber Road running tomorrow in the Rebel, but he's also got Ice Orchid in the Honey Bee, and that's another big race. How's uh, Ice Orchid looking? Ice Orchid's doing really well. You know, she she had a really nice uh, – she broke her maiden really nicely uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, you know, it's, it's part of the game uh, where, you know, we're trying to figure out right now um, what, where this, where is she going to belong? I mean, I think we want to see her win, uh, at least compete in the Oaks. So we're going to try this race right now to try to get some Oaks points for us. And, uh, you know, it's coming back a little quicker than I normally like to run a horse, especially at this level. But, you know, she, she, we've been very patient with her since last June since we picked her up, um, uh, for Mr. Shortley, um, John and Anthony. And, uh, you know, we're just going to go ahead and, and use this as a as a prep for the fantasy, which is going to be mm, the targeted race that we want to win. So this should give us a good spot and uh, understand where, where we sit with her for the future. Now, I think it's a, it's a nice, evenly matched field. I think, obviously, uh, Wayne Lucas is silly. So it's a very nice silly. And we're just going to have to try to take it to them. Uh, probably going to try to see safe horse and try to see what we can pick up at the end. John Ortiz with us, and yesterday he turned 36, and I should have told you happy birthday <laughs> earlier. Uh, Thank what, you. Anything uh, you got good for your birthday or anything you want for your birthday? 
You know what? I'm going to be real honest with you. This has probably been the best birthday I have ever had. Um, you know, it's, you know, I'm very kind of like low-key and I like to stick to myself sometimes. And it's not a, I'm not a big, I usually don't want to throw a big party for my birthdays or just go wild. But uh, I feel very, very grateful this year for on my birthday. I do. I just feel like a lot of love and support from, from you know, the, the community, the people that I work with, my family. Uh, friends, so you know, and it's just what what else could you ask for on your birthday? You're turning 36. You got a horse running for a Derby points. You got a horse running for Oak points. You've had you, you've had the best uh, Oakland meet so far this year. Um, things are very turned around for us in, in in a very good way. And right now, I'm just very grateful and I'm very fortunate, and I'm feeling very 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 blessed. How would you celebrate if you get a Rebel or a Honeybee win or both? Dude, that's that's when I'll do my celebrating. <laughs> we'll start the birthday party then. I don't know what to tell you, man. I just, I think, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of celebrating. It'll be a lot of high fives, but I think it's, they're going to be right back to work. And, you know, I think we're going to celebrate until we get to after the Derby, the Kentucky Derby. We're talking with John Ortiz, the trainer of uh, Barber Road and the Rebel tomorrow and Ice Orchid and Honey Bee. Now, you've uh, worked with some of the friends of our show, with Danny Caldwell, Michael Hoy. We've had a lot of fun with those guys over the years. What have they meant to your career? You know what? You mentioned the two greatest um, influences in my, in, my, in my career. You know, Danny Caldwell, just great friend, great supporter. Uh, I met him when I was an assistant trainer with Kellen Gorder. Uh, shoot, man, it's got to be almost seven, seven, eight years ago, maybe. And uh, we had dinner. And we just talked voices, and you know, we just kind of like hit it off right. And you know, he told me that he's gonna support me one day. He said, one day you're gonna make a big kid. And I was like, oh, Danny. He's like, I'd be happy if I just get a horse to train. And he did. He got me a client, uh, Tommy Julian, and that's how I got started. Uh, Danny Carwell gave me my first client, and we we've been developing since then. And, you know, we bounce ideas back and forth from each other. We'll ask each other, you know, just how do we feel about the races today? Or we just talk about horse management in general and, and the industry itself. So he's just a really good friend. He's, he's always had my back. And, you know, just people like that, you know, you got to be grateful for. And, you know, Mr. Michael Hoy, um, you know, he was the first supporter, uh, gave me my first greatest stakes win at Keeneland. Uh, with Zulu Alpha, you know, he, he was very, uh, you know, he trusted me enough to go ahead and make a really nice claim for him. And Zulu Alpha went on to do amazing things uh, with him and Mr. Mike Maker. Uh, but I was just very, very, very glad to be uh, part of that history there and also just, you know, have people like him support me. I just, again, I just, I'm very blessed with the type of people that I have around me. And again, this is just why I feel like I've already got what I wanted for my birthday. Sounds like a, a blessed man and a, someone who knows that uh, the blessings that uh, happened to him. Uh, we're talking with John Ortiz, the trainer uh, here at Oakland. Uh, you got any horses running today? No, not today. No, we're going to lay low key today. We just uh, want to watch a couple of races. We're catching up on some paperwork and some, you know, reading some PPs and handicapping races here. Um, other than that, I think we're just going to be all focused on tomorrow and Sunday. So as a competitor, is today kind of a, I mean, you, you, you got none of the horses running. You know, you don't get those competitive juices. Or is it kind of a good thing, or are you kind of disappointed when you don't have a, a horse running? 
No, it's, you know, it's sometimes to me, like, it just makes me feel like I'm entering in the right races, you know? So if I don't have a day that I have races in, that's okay. You know, uh, that means that the next spot's going to be a better spot for us. So, you know, sometimes we, you know, we make entries almost every day. You know, gosh, I mean, I make maybe about five to six entries a day, um, maybe more if you count with Kentucky. So, um, no, I mean, I think sometimes it's just, uh, like I said, I take everything in stride. And if, it's, if we have a quiet day, we'll, we'll take that as a positive. Well, have a uh, great quiet day today, and I hope tomorrow is uh, just hectic and crazy for you. It's been, uh, it's, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm very excited. It's very excited. It's been a pleasure having you on and getting to know you. Thank you so much, and uh, best of luck tomorrow. We'll be rooting for you. Thank you. Thank you, Ross. All right. Have a great day. John Ortiz joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline.